It's January 31st, and this is the Weekly Rundown. Hey runners, welcome to the last Weekly Rundown of January. If you're new to the Weekly Rundown, then welcome. We drop these every Friday. We use this time to talk about what's happening in the Milwaukee running scene on a real-time stream. We talk about what's happening with upcoming races to relevant topics. And as always, up to this point, joined by Apostoli, who produces the podcast. Hey Apostoli, how are you doing this week? Uh, This is a great week so far. Uh, Rumor has it that you uh, haven't slept in a day. No, I mean, yes, I have not slept since yesterday morning. You right pulled, now it is six o'clock at night. You pulled an all-nighter. I pulled an all-nighter is how you say it. I yes. haven't done that since college. I, I haven't either. And guess what? It's, I think my body is not used to it anymore. <laughs> That's what happens We're when you run a restaurant. Anymore. Yes. Entrepreneur but, life. But, but that creativity, and that, that calm during that night, you, you, you need that. It's, it all comes back to that calm that we talk about, right? While you're running all alone mm-hmm. out in the snow, out in the, out in the cold, dark night or early morning. I can't believe January is already over. What's even more scary is the Milwaukee Marathon is like two months away. Um, Where are you at with mileage right now? What are you doing per uh, week and what is your long run? Yeah, so I'm, I'm hitting like low 30s and I've done a couple 15s and then... 12s so it's wow. been like 12 10 15 12 15 hopefully going for like 17 this weekend so we'll see how that goes last weekend sucked so anyone who ran last week and it was super snowy and like nothing was paved uh plowed and it was just really wet runs but so far this week everything's been dry feels great speed workouts have been awesome so what do you do your speed works Oak Leaf Trail. I live right off the Oak Leaf Trail. Oh, so, so you just, just Oak Leaf Trail. And back in the and winter, it's track and speed workouts. Everything's Oak Leaf Trail, just hmm. out and backs. So, yeah, it's been going pretty well. Hopefully, if the snow stays off this weekend, uh, should bring in a lot of good long distance running. And everyone else who's training right now, I hope everyone had a good week of training and are going to go into the weekend strong. Abbasile, are you back to running yet? Uh, I ran once two weeks ago. It was it was fantastic. It was great. So you're still not back to running. <laughs> Get back to running. I, it was very. It was a very cerebral experience, though, Alex. I ran down across Brady Street. I didn't know where I was, where I was going, and then suddenly I get to Water Street and those new apartments. And there's this balcony that overlooks the river, mm-hmm. and it's quiet. And I go and I look at the river. It's frozen. And then I take a moment and I can hear the cracking of the ice. And that experience right there, coupled with the endorphins from not having run in a while after doing five miles, that was just amazing. That almost got me back into running, but I still haven't gotten back into running. And I will soon. Those moments are great. I like those moments. I like when I hear about those moments because then it puts me in the moments I've had like that. Speaking of moments, um, let's look at some races. So what happened last weekend was the big chill run um, by the Winter Run Series. You know, I went to look at the race results for that to see if I knew anyone that we could give a shout out to. And it's absolutely wild how they have the like award categories broken down. 
It starts at ages 1 to 10 is an age group. Mm-hmm. You can win your age group for 1 to 10. And yeah. then it goes up every 10 years to like 80. So it's like crazy in depth for What eight, is the youngest person to participate? Nine. Well, the, Does it count I if you're inside know. of a don't, stroller? <laughs> I don't know. Is that, is I assume you have to one. run on your own will. I have but the winner cuz then you get I'm assuming how it works is you get points for every race you run in the series. So the kid leading this category is 9. Hmm. So I thought that was pretty crazy. Also I was looking through the photos um and they had a category uh titled candid photos and it was just of like people chilling out before the race hanging out during the race after the race i've never seen that before so i thought that was an interesting spin on post-race photos usually it's like your race photo your race photo not they're never good candid (laughs) shot of you before (laughs) after the race so if you ran the race go look at those maybe you made the candid photo I I, i think i look better after the race what do you think Pre-race photos, I just you're just nervous. Like everyone's nervous. You just have nerves. Mm-hmm. And like who's like, oh, I look at I look the best when I'm nervous. <laughs> right? Right. So February is tomorrow. What is on the docket for February? The John Dick Memorial 50K is this Saturday at uh Scuppernock Trailhead. We've been saying this on the show for the last couple of weeks. I talked to a few people over the weekend on my long run. I ran into Arun, who has been on the guest of the podcast, uh, and he was telling me that it's only $12 if you uh, register before race day and $15 on race day. Wow. And then John Gamrat was telling me that it's just a bunch of loops. So it's a 10K loop, and you do five of them, and that's mm-hmm. a 50K. Oh, that so what a that lot, bad. So what a lot of people do is they just go out there, pay, and then run a couple loops. So oh. run a loop, run three loops, and just be done. Okay. If you're not in like that's like your long run, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm okay. like, that's really fun. Why? Why don't like more people think about this race that way? And maybe people do. I haven't thought about that before, so I thought that was cool. So, if you're looking to get into long run and get in a few loops, even if you can't do 50k, head out there and do it. And then there is the Super Bowl 5k that's supporting uh, the Hairborn House, uh, which is out in Waukesha. So I've never heard of that race, but kind of a cool name. Is it, is it a, char- a charity? Yeah. Okay. It's cool. Nice. It's, it's like, you know, the Super Bowl, but it's Super Bowl. Like soup, S-O-U-P. Soup or bowl? Okay. Yeah, because the money are like... Goes for a soup, soup for kitchen? Like, it must be a soup kitchen house. Uh, so got it's it. a cool spin. Are you able to use Super Bowl in that, in that context? I know they're very good about suing everybody. Maybe <clears> we shouldn't say this on, on air. Maybe we'll give it... Maybe... Maybe NFL will hear about this. And no, because it's spelled Because they like listen soup. to us, right? It's spelled soup. Anyways, I was looking at the rest of February, and basically every race in February is the week of Valentine's Day, so the 14th through the 16th, that weekend, the third weekend in February. There's a ton of races. There's a Stephen Cullen Healthy Heart um, race, which is pretty cool race. That's smart. It is literally the last day today, if you're listening to this, on Friday, is literally the last day you can register and get the shirt. That's what I'm seeing on their website. Uh, The Cupid Shuffle, which is another winter run series, is in Glendale. That's on the 16th. The Coco Classic 5K is on the 15th. Um, Also, which is, it's kind of a big race. I'm not really sure. I haven't heard of it before, which is the Pettit Indoor Marathon. Looking at their website... 
This is the most trippiest website race combination I've seen, and I don't understand it. So why is that? I'm making myself vulnerable here to runners in Milwaukee who know what this is. It's a three-day event. Friday is the half marathon relay. Saturday, it's the performance running outfitters half marathon at 7 a.m., which is the first race. And then there's the performance running outfitters half marathon second race at 9.30. And then there's an award ceremony for that. And then there's a marathon relay at 1 p.m. Then come Sunday, there's just the marathon. So there's a bunch of races at the Pettit Center all weekend. So go participate in one of them. Have you done those races before? No. <clears throat> yeah, anyways, no. it seems kind of cool. Super confusing if you're looking at the site because it's not straightforward. But nonetheless, it's inside during the cold winter, so go enjoy that race as well. Now on to the main topic for the week. Would you pay more money to run faster? That has been the question as of late in the running scene. Would you pay more money to run faster, Rob Stoli? I would not. But 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 your question makes it sound like we're talking about doping. Uh, it does some some kind of way of just magically make you faster. But if I would if I was still putting in an effort and it was fair to uh, people that I was competing against. If we take out doping, right? A lot of runners are on the same on the same field. There's not a lot of technologies that are helping mm-hmm. runners advance. Like when you look at biking, you can buy a better bike, you can buy better parts, you, you right. can kind of buy speed, but in running outside of doping, right? You just, you're wearing shoes. But with Nike's release of the carbon fiber plates in their shoes, oh, it's a game changer. This has become a really interesting topic. And with those shoes back in 2017, Nike released um, the Nike Zoom X Vaporfly Next Percent, which is supposed to make you four percent faster i guess and you know it's kind of crazy when you think about it because in the last year kipchoge broke two hours in the marathon and proved to the world that nothing is impossible and bridget beat the previous women's world record in the marathon by 81 seconds uh, in two at the chicago marathon 2019 Mm -hmm. so a few months ago um and both of those athletes wore the shoe well how much of it could it be PR? How much of it could it be Nike saying, all right, we need to find the fastest people yeah. out there. Well, I mean, and we, we need to give them our shoe and then people will think it's the shoe. So everybody will buy the shoe because it, they'll think it makes them faster. I'm sure there's some kind of, there's something in the technology that makes you a little bit faster, but I don't think Kipchoge broke two hours because of the shoe. It's, it's, it's just it's, hard it, to It's believe. interesting because right, he, he actually holds the world record at, two hours and one minute so if these are supposed to make you just a little bit faster i mean technically he was did he break two hours you just said he broke two hours it, yeah well they had, it was on it was a non-official course like it was just a back and forth hey, you can't have that no you can't have a, that it's like a yeah. marathon world record but he broke two hours right in a marathon You're really confusing yourself here, so we're going to cut this out. I almost want to cut this out to let you go. But what is the carbon fiber plate? Um, What this is, if you're not familiar with it, it's it's a carbon fiber plate that's embedded in the midsole of of the foam on a shoe. And what it kind of does is it it provides a responsive feel. So it makes you as a runner propel forward, uh, but allows you to have that soft cushioning and comfortable ride that a lot of those 
cushion shoes have on you. So though the technology Nike's had out for a few years, um, in the last couple months, a lot of shoes have come to market. So Hoka has released two shoes. Skechers has jumped in the game with a carbon fiber plate shoe. And New Balance has their fuel cell uh, 5280s. So you're seeing shoes jump on board with this. Uh, And the next question that's kind of lingering around is, is this an unfair advantage? I mean, we could go back and forth on it all day. You can go read blogs, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Um, But a lot of people have been looking at the World Athletics Organization. This is the body that governs the international track and field events. And they're kind of see what their ruling's going to be on the 2020 Summer Olympics. And this week, The Guardian uh, released some news that the World Athletics organization is expected to announce a temporary suspension of fresh shoe technology until after the Tokyo uh, Olympics this summer. So going forward, the World Athletics will likely insist that companies present any prototypes for approval prior to the shoe's use in competition. So basically, this is good news if you're like local runner John DeWitt and you're going to compete at qualifying trials. Wear your vapor flies, John. Let it rip. Let Mm. it rip because you're allowed to. And the current rule is very interesting. So it's defined that shoes can't confer any unfair assistance or advantage and have to be reasonably available to everyone. But the organization um, doesn't define these standards more specifically. So they're very vague. It's a very vague definition. I mean, I think any professional runner, uh, these would be reasonably available to them, right? Mm-hmm. And probably getting it from their sponsorships. Right. And isn't everything reasonably available to us with Amazon and overnight shipping? So that's kind of interesting if you de- yeah. like define that last piece of content. Um, or does it mean from a price standpoint? I mean, for Advantage, for instance, these are $250 plus. So is that reasonable when most running shoes are? That's reasonable. I know, yeah, it's not reasonable in the sense that $250 running shoe, which which is double or more than what we typically pay uh, us slower people that are not looking to Sorry cheat. People. But uh, in terms of sports in general, as you mentioned earlier, biking, $250 for, for, for something that will help you possibly get faster, that is that is a bargain. Because mm-hmm. what what do we pay for in in running compared to other sports? Oh, I mean, look it. at the entry fees for something like an Ironman competition or any any biking competition. Yeah, eight hundred thousands of dollars. Yeah, exactly. No, that's pretty reasonable. I don't really know what sense. biking races are, but I assume they're you're you, you're paying more because you're covering more of a distance, right? There's more things for them to figure out, more policing. Yeah, right. Yeah, good point. Yeah, so it's interesting. Like I think by both those standards, the shoe. The shoe meets it, but an when, when is Crocs advantage. gonna make? When is Crocs gonna make a running shoe? I don't know. Apostoli's wearing wear Crocs it. right now. I they would. look pretty good. They're brand new. I mean, if Skechers has new. a carbon fiber p- fiber plate in their shoe, Crocs maybe they're close by. Well, you know, the technology to make people faster in running is finally here. In my mind, nothing will ever beat race preparation by running hard, training smart, and fueling properly. But for just a tad bit more money on your next shoe purchase, you can buy time. Hmm. I don't think I'll buy those shoes at that price point, even though they're reasonable. You can buy two pairs of shoes for just a little <laughs> bit more than that. Um, but if you want to gift me a pair of shoes, Apostoli, I'd be happy to take them. Okay. We can share them. Oh, we could share them. Yeah. Because I don't run that much. So. <laughs> 
Yeah. You, you can have them. Whenever you want to run, you can have them. Anyways, love to hear what you guys um, think of these shoes. Do you own them? Are you going to buy them? Do we know anybody? Are you against it? Do we know? Wasn't? I know Tim Segelski, the beer runner. He wears them? Guest of the pod. Mm-hmm. He had them last year, and he set a bunch of PRs. Coincidence? Hmm. Or not? Maybe it was the AirPods. Maybe it was the AirPods. But he did he did write a couple articles on them, and he was in love with them. Hmm. I got to say, they look good. You'll have to give it a shot. You know what? Maybe you'll have to go to a pro uh, when they do demo day. Maybe they'll get a Nike one. You can go mm-hmm. check it out. All right, pro, if you haven't done a, a Nike Vaporfly Next Percent demo, it's time to do one. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will talk to you next week. Until then, keep on running.